Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, we go back to the movies. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in. And we are just beaming with happiness. Yes. Uh, life is good. We've got to shout out two people right off the bat. Lisa and Lindsay both signed up for the Hella Patreon. Oh, my God. We love you guys. And you know what they did? They unlocked a bunch of incredible exclusive episodes. <laughs> Recently, we put out an episode about our tre- uh, secret trip to Chicago. Which uh, ended with... With me spilling a beer all over myself in O'Hare <laughs> Airport right before boarding. <laughs> And then, and then uh, I don't want you to tell them how this one turned out. Okay. But we also recorded a recent episode where, okay, you guys know that movie Minari? It like won a bunch of Oscars and everything. There was a chance that I was actually in that movie. Uh, so, but we had never actually seen it to see if I ended up on the cutting room floor or whatever. Uh, so you can uh, hang out with us on Patreon and hear Nick and Muriel see if Nick is also an Oscar worthy actor. You yeah, know what I'm saying? voice actor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, the other fun thing about our Patreon is we're implementing something new is we're going to start taking requests from our Patreon uh, people about what we should do on those episodes. So hit us up. Patreon.com slash hell in your thirties. That's right. That's right. Okay, great. The other thing that we've got coming up is this trip to Disneyland. Yes. And so if you got suggestions for us, hit us up. But, you know, we're getting some really good ones. We have to give a huge shout out to Nina. She sent us just the dopest email. And I was just like, oh, if I didn't know those things, I'd really be screwed. Like so. outrageous. We had yeah. no plan. Yeah. So <laughs> Nina uh, not only hooked us up super hard with some info. She also hit us up on Venmo at Hella in your thirties for some treats. And you know what? We're going to eat the shit out of those treats. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> she knows where we're at. Uh, she knows like what we're going to do when we go there. I'm I like, know. okay, you think I can spend money like buying nachos at the airport. Watch me at Disneyland. <laughs> I'm going to eat like nine hot dogs. I don't even know what they sell. Uh, well, I do because she gave us all their top 10 list of all the best snacks at Disneyland. Too. Thank you so Nina! much, Nina. Uh, okay. And then just the last little bit before we get into this episode is look, the whole second half of this episode is all spoilers. All spoilers. It's so. just spoilers. It's spoilers for a movie that doesn't matter. <laughs> But there are definitely a lot of spoilers. Okay. See, what you're doing is baiting me to start saying, to be upset if you say it doesn't matter. So Honestly, don't, you're giving away too much. spoilers, but really you wouldn't have been able to figure it out anyway. Like, <laughs> don't listen None of them matter. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> you'll... If you don't want to, you don't want the spoilers to the movie, then uh, don't listen to the second half of this episode. Yeah, but it's the best part, really. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. We're going to have a movie night. And by movie night... Middle of the day. <laughs> Why? Because... Movies are back, baby. AMC, Movie Stubs, A-List, whatever it's called. 
it's been reactivated. Okay, pandemic cannot hold us back what anymore. We, I think what you're saying mm-hmm. is we used to have a like a card where we could see like a an unlimited amount of movies at yes. AMC. Yes, and then. That's been dead for a while. Yes. And we just reactivated it. Yes, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I refuse to make sense or have coherent thoughts. I'm too excited. Okay. Uh, God, do you remember Movie Pass? All right. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to the movies, baby. They're open. And, uh, and I don't know. It's just one of those things that right before the pandemic, we've got this really great groove into our going to the movies life yeah because it's a nice walk through a beautiful neighborhood get a little exercise this very comfortable cool amc theater complex great snacks you watch a movie you got the pass who cares if it's good or not you yeah, know what right. i mean That's, it doesn't really matter yeah you know? right you're yeah. just vibing you're just living life and it was perfect and we justified it because it gave us exercise and it, <laughs> we also justified it because it was feeding our artistic brains our and los was, angeles life and it was relatively cheaper than like going out to dinner or lunch you yep. know instead you go you get a beer, you get a massive thing of popcorn at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> you get done and you're like, damn, I blasted myself. <laughs> and then you just go for a nice little walk. It's like five, six o'clock in the evening, right? And you feel very responsible. I mean, for two people living in an apartment with no outdoor space, yes. those AMC movie passes are the hookup. I know. I'm so excited. It's just, okay. So I guess what I was getting at was like, it was one <laughs> you of are the things so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> It was one of the things that I felt like we really had going for us. I know. That the pandemic shut down. Because other things, let's face it, we could have taken or left. Yeah, we're just chugging along, (laughs) We're just chugging along in a lot of areas of life that had to come to an end because of the pandemic. So, you know, good riddance to all that shit. But (laughs) the movie thing, I was really like, how are you going to take that away from us right now? You know what I mean, universe? Like... That is not chill. Took took away our roof access, took yeah. away the movie pass, and we just are staring at each other. <laughs> just being like, why are you making that noise with your mouth? You're not even eating anything. I know. Uh, so, okay. So it's back. And it, I've just missed it. I just have missed going to the movie theater. I've missed going to the movie theater more than I've missed most societal things yeah. that haven't been available to us. It's the best. It's the best. And it's beautiful outside. We're going to take it's a 45 minute walk. We're yeah. going to walk up there. We're going to talk about life. Yeah. We're going to do some shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. And then we're going to, you know, see a movie that doesn't matter because all of these movies are released on HBO anyway. Yeah, right. I know. I know. I wanted to see Mortal Kombat in the theater, but we missed that playing at this i don't know if we even had a chance to see it at this location i'm not even sure how long they've been open for i wasn't like so into movies i guess that i was like i know well, what day they got, will be open we just got fully vaccinated right. i mean we That's didn't true. just get fully vaccinated but we by the time we were fully vaccinated yeah then we went on a trip to chicago right to, and so we just landed so it's right. the first time i was comfortable going to a movie theater yes that is absolutely i wasn't gonna go true. if i wasn't vaccinated yeah. Uh, so I really did want to see Mortal Kombat on the big screen. I know. So we don't have that. So the three options are hilarious of what's playing in our neighborhood. Option number one. Yes. The new Saw horror film starring, starring Chris Rock. Starring Chris Rock. <laughs> who, it's just like, what? <laughs> I will admit, Chris Rock is funny as hell and he is 
hilarious in movies. But when we saw him do his dramatic turn in his like wannabe Woody Allen movie, he was a really bad actor. I didn't. I think you were really hard on him. I think that it was a really bad script, in yeah, my opinion. That he wrote. That he wrote. And that's fine. Yeah. But I don't think he was like so bad. It was just the only thing I'll say this every yeah. time. Yeah. If you're out there and you're a writer, creator, like, you know, like a writer, actor, a creator. Yeah. Like I, I feel you, right? Like yeah. I've been trying to do that forever. You're trying to like make your own content. Right. If what you're writing is the fantasy of the person you wish you could be <laughs> yeah. and every woman is the fantasy <laughs> of women you wish you could be with, it will literally not be a good movie. <laughs> In my humble opinion. Right. Except for Cedric's the Entertainer had that incredible like Houston sequence that was phenomenal and DMX RIP had one of the best cameos in any movie ever well and Leslie Jones was like hilarious yeah and Tracy Morgan was great they were great I mean yeah all the people who were supposed to be funny were funny and then anytime he tried to be like but I love you (laughs) or when he's like hella emotionally like gets back up on stage to do stand up again and he's like oh my god I'm feeling the emotions yeah Uh, and also for the record I know but also to the for the record I want to give him respect for doing a want to be uh Woody Allen movie because he claimed it Woody Allen's his favorite filmmaker and he was like I wanted to make a movie like Woody Allen so I'm not he gave it a shot he gave it a shot and I'm not judging him for copying someone Lord knows and I now he's people. starring in the new saw which we are not gonna see because <laughs> I just can't imagine it's gonna be good I kind of think it might I was surprised you didn't want to see it yeah well maybe we Chris will walk as the star in saw like I don't even <laughs> I've never seen them because that's too violent for me yeah but I can't even imagine how that would work. Well, I think he's playing the detective trying to like figure out this, the case or but something. But is it funny? No. Okay. I don't I mean, that. there's probably a couple of jokes in there. Yeah. I no, I, I, maybe we'll see it. Maybe this movie experience will be what we want it to be. And we'll be like, who cares? Let's go see the new saw. Okay. That's one option. We're not doing it. Option number two, the new action movie, I think it's called wrath of men starring Jason Stratham. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Something. Uh, and it is directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. And who has made movies I have loved. And the last time we went to go see a Guy Ritchie movie, we talked about it on podcast. It was so bad. The gentleman. I was like this. I mean, he's, he's on timeout for a little bit. <laughs> like, that movie was so bad. Literally so bad. Like, how did you do that, pal? Um, so, okay. We're not seeing that. The third option is a thriller suspense movie yeah. starring Angelina Jolie. Wow. And it's called something like Those Who Wish Me Dead or something. Yeah. And I have to say, I have no idea what to expect. Well, one thing that I'm realizing, I don't know why I'm pretending like we hadn't already decided we were going to see that movie. <laughs> I was like, wow, Angelina Jolie. Thank you for making all the decisions, husband. Yeah. I am grateful and lucky to be in your care. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that sarcastic? Yeah, I'm That's just a saying. true thing. I, I didn't care what movie we saw. <laughs> but I'm just saying just yeah. now you were like, the next one stars Angelina Jolie. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like I hadn't already known we bought the tickets for you yesterday yeah, right. uh i realized i don't think i actually have ever seen her in a movie i haven't seen her in a movie since um what was she in she was in girl interrupted right i think i haven't seen her in a movie because i think she's just been in oh i saw mr and mrs smith that's the one she did with brad pitt yeah like years was it ago good? i mean 
she's fine. It's like that. It's a movie. I I guess my point is is like yeah. I've never seen her in anything except for. <gasps> Don't quote me, but I think she was in Girl Interrupted. I think that's yeah. what I'm remembering, and she was really good in that. Yeah, and then she was like a, like a cra- hot crazy girl. Uh huh. And then since then, I think I just feel like i'm dumb but i feel like it's like laura croft and like yeah. it's just bun- mr and mrs smith and like lots of stuff i wouldn't really watch i think she was like executive produced a bunch of dramas she was in that i think people thought were good yeah i don't know she's one of those stars that i feel like is probably actually a good actress right right but how would I know? I can't think of a single movie I've actually ever seen her in. Yeah, she's got this kind of like prestige. She's like an A-lister. But then yeah. I'm like, what movie was she? Yeah, I know she was like really hot with like having public sex with Billy Bob Thornton at one point. Remember when um, Billy Bob Thornton, when she, she wore a vial of his blood around her neck? <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. I know. She's just like the arc of Angelina Jolie is just through the roof yeah she's you know just what i mean just been elbowing her way through the world well i think she's been like saving third world populations she's like a public figure is like doing well well i don't think she's around. i think that's a very i mean i'm not saying she's actually saving no. people but i'm saying i think she does try she to does do like a like lot of actors humanitarian stuff yeah she does yeah. <laughs> She goes a lot of like humanitarian. I'm eating these shrooms. Okay. <laughs> Activism work. And I, yeah. I like, you know, she was married to Brad Pitt for a while and they had mm-hmm. like nine kids and then they got into a fight and got divorced. And now he's wearing this like beret all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Angelina Jolie story, which I'm sure I've told on this podcast, but hell. You know, we're a married couple. All we do is tell the same stories over and over again. <laughs> but right before we were going to shoot our little uh, series fam club, the night before I had to get a few props from this like costume shop up on Hollywood. And I was standing in line to I was like next to go to the cashier. And I was texting you and I was texting Kyle and just a bunch of people like tons of details. But I was kind of like anxiously, frantically on my phone texting. And the person in front of me, I could tell was like, what is this energy? And they kept looking over their shoulder. Oh. And I was like, I, and I, I felt that. And my idea to them was like, sorry, I don't mean to be like this, but like it has nothing to do with you. And then I looked and I saw she had like three or four kids with her. And I recognized one of the kids. And I was like, how do I know that kid? And I was like, oh shit, that's Angelina. It's like one of the famous Angelina Jolie children. Yeah, right. And and I looked at them and then I looked up and Angelina Jolie was like lurking at me over her shoulder. Cause I think she thought I was like taking oh, pictures like of her and like saying, Oh, Angelina Jolie is here. Angel-. And I was like, and I just was like, Whoa, I did not mean to do any of that. And she had like a bodyguard with her who was kind of checking me. And I was like, I wasn't even close to her. You know what I mean? I was just like, had this energy on my phone. And then she was buying so much stuff and they were like getting her order together. And then the next cashier like helped me. And then I left and I walked out of the door and it was just surrounded by people. Really? Pictures. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. See, you know that story. I've definitely told I you just that don't, story. I mean, you know, I listen, to, I listen <laughs> on different degrees of things. Yeah. Right. You just forget it. I think that's an important part of a relationship is like, listen to the stories be impacted by them and then forget them. So yeah, because you're going to hear them again anyway. <laughs> you might as well let it blow your mind. <laughs> you know, the gift that keeps uh, on giving. Yeah. A forgetful 
memory. Well, so we're going to go watch uh, What's Her Face. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whoever we've just been talking about this whole time. Jolina, and I'm excited. I know. I, I'm yeah, just like super, super excited to eat popcorn and to sit in that really great theater. I hope they still have Tank 7 on draft. I bet you it's from last year and yeah. it's still kicking <laughs> just the stalest most enjoyed keg of beer in all of los angeles i mean i don't know and everybody there's always so weird it's just <laughs> great it's great it's a great place to be like ah this is my people well you could tell because the people working there are i would say on average closer to our age than like maybe teenagers or people that maybe work at more like movie theaters that are in malls and that kind of right, thing right, right, right. and you can tell they have a little bit of like an artsy like maybe they moved to LA to be in the movie business vibe to them yeah and they're like hmm, I guess I'm at this fucking movie theater now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always cool you know yeah I'm super curious to see how the social distancing thing is because on our AMC thing is still was like you must be wearing a mask when you're not enjoying a beverage or whatever. And your the social distancing is like really strict and put in place. But I don't know what that means, you know, cause like our airplane, I thought they wouldn't do the middle seats and it was fully smashed. We were like oversold, like crammed yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like right now things are just like, well, see what happens. I know. This vaccine better work. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we, it, better, it better work. Because we're, we're starting to do stuff. I mean, like, yeah. like California is opening. Yeah. You know, like they're opening in two weeks fully. Yeah. And or three weeks fully. I don't know. I want. Here's the thing. Yeah. I've been so freaked out all year. Yeah. I've been freaked out. Worried for your, my family, worried for your family, our family, you know, like, like keeping tabs on friends, texting people, trying to make sure people are safe. You know, like it's been obviously like for everyone, it's just been a crazy year with a lot of anxiety and it is hard to like, let that go without an answer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like nobody can say you know, COVID is over yeah, right. because in the rest of the, the West of the world, that's not the case like right. at all. Right. Yeah. So like in this country and specifically this state and specifically this County of LA County, our cases are really, really low. Yeah. And you're walking this tightrope between being like, listen, dude, when this whole thing started, two weeks before the whole country shut down, I was like, that's in China. Yeah, like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, so right. like, it's hard to be, and then everything was just done. Yeah. And it's hard to be like, you know, now they're like, that's just the entire rest of the world <laughs> yeah, right. and some of the States <laughs> and maybe a few counties in California, but it's, it's not here. Yeah. Right. It's it doesn't little, matter. Right. It's like, I felt dumb that I was so unaware, yeah. you know, of what was going on. Yeah. I mean, most of us were, but I felt Everyone dumb was, right? yeah. that I just didn't get it. And then, then it's like, it was so serious that two weeks later I lost everything, my right. job, my, you know, hobbies, my yeah. ambitions. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like you lose everything. And so it's just like really weird. I wouldn't feel this way at all if I was like, yeah, everything's great. 
You know, right. there's barely any COVID anywhere. It's like it's raging outside of our <laughs> yeah, borders. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> they're like, well, for now, just you can go to the movies. We're right. like, thank you, please, please, please. I mean, I don't know. I just like part of me is <laughs> I'm starting to like reach this point where I'm just like, well, I mean, fuck it. I guess if you guys are <laughs> yeah. gonna open everything, and guess what movie we're gonna go see? Very aptly titled, "Those <laughs> Who Wish Us Dead." <laughs> That was the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, they cried through the entire thing. I'm just thing. crying, cheering. What an incredible triumph of filmmaking. <laughs> I don't want to leave this movie theater. I feel like this is our new happy the place. The problem is I have to pee so bad. I have to pee me. so bad. Okay, well, all I have to say yeah. is that this movie literally has everything. It's everything. You could never, like, somebody get struck by, well, Angelina Jolie <laughs> gets struck by lightning, she falls off a tower, she rips her hands to shit on a rope, somebody beats her up, and then she kills them with an axe, and then she survives a massive fire, like, forest, forest fire? fire? Hello. Okay, and that's just one character storyline because to say this is an Angelina Jolie movie is correct, but it does it's not entirely truthful right, because there's so many characters. Yeah, well, aka Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my god, aka the Alec Baldwin Dustin Hoffman lookalike man, he's so good. Yeah, I want Littlefinger him, was really good. He's so good. I want him to have a the best career doing like every three years being a horrible villain in a Thing for the rest of his life. Also, He's so also, good. Also, also, Tyler Perry's in this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things There's happening. There's a lot of things happening. <laughs> like a lot. But mostly what's happening is tears. And also a sequel, obviously. Obviously a sequel, because whoever wanted to kill them, for those that wish me dead, they're still powerful in there. So. Yeah, I will watch, I would watch this, I would watch the sequel today so hard. It's more epic than any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I will watch anything Angelina Jolie is in for the rest of my life. I can't really even understand what she's about. <laughs> I really just, there was times through that movie where I was like, that's J-Lo. Everybody can make you, um, she doesn't look anything like J-Lo. I know, but I'm but just saying. But she does look like she weighs like 85 pounds, which is kind of insane. Like, They've been all these jokes about how she's skinny. Like, she's so skinny, but she's supposed to be this buff firefighter. And then at one point, she looks in the camera and goes, I'm not skinny, I'm lean. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, right? okay, we got you, Angelina. We'll stop saying it. Well, after she had to hide behind hella tiny trees and no one could see her. <laughs> <laughs> It's Rebecca Lieb. And I'm Jason Horton. And we are Ghost Town, a show about weird history, hauntings, unexplained events, true crime, and all kinds of bizarre phenomenon the world over. From unsolved murders to haunted manners. Satanic panic to internet mysteries. Buy a ticket to our abandoned amusement park. A VIP ghost pass to our haunted club? No. Bottle service. We have new episodes of Ghost Town every Wednesday and Friday, and you can find Ghost Town wherever you get your podcasts. are back baby <laughs> they are back okay we're home hello everyone it's been a long time since <laughs> it's, been, it's just been an adventure of a day there's beautiful flowers on the walk home okay look listen what? also yeah. you know that i just want you to know what you're the most positive 
person when you eat mushrooms. It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the I'm positive all the time. I know, but you're a, you were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> Everything about this is good. Like we were watching this stupid progressive commercial. <laughs> I love flow. I love flow. Like literally, we were watching this commercial. The sound was down really low. Before people the movie were filtering started. into the movie theater. <laughs> and Nick just turns to me and goes, That's actually the best commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh. You were crushing <laughs> me. I could not even handle it. I've never enjoyed popcorn that much in my life. Listen, as far as I know, yeah. verbally, yeah. from what you were saying, I don't know if you've, ex- you've <laughs> had that much fun in your entire life. It was very, it was just so great. I just feel like Angelina, I get Angelina Jolie now. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> we got to the place. We had yeah. a beautiful walk. It was super oh, nice. gorgeous. And then we walked into the theater with our masks on. And immediately had no reception and couldn't like, you know, the future is now. Right. right. So the future is pull up your app. It has your e-ticket on it. Right. And then you show it to the guy and he scans it. Well, that for us took about seven minutes. <laughs> Just couldn't open was, it. Yeah. He was like, there's no, there's no uh, Wi-Fi in here. He's <laughs> like, reception's really bad. And then he, you got yours open first and then you scanned it. And then he gave you the whole speech on how to get to the theater. And you're like, Okay, cool. Thank you. And then you just had to wait for my phone to load. Yeah. Like what? He gave you the... And then then finally he gave me the whole speed. It was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was definitely the future is not quite now. But the <laughs> yeah. best part is the speech. Like I kind of just wish that you could reserve and then get a paper ticket and somebody tears it for you. Right. Right. The exactly. worst part no. is the stupid E, like the QVC code. <laughs> yeah. People are just like QVC, QRC. Q. Oh, QVC is the TV channel. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's not the future, that's the past. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, so okay. step up, go to the counter. Yeah. Order our like five star meal. Yeah. Ninety thousand dollars. Bucket but- of popcorn, <laughs> two beers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I had a birthday popcorn. <laughs> so I said, I think I have a birthday popcorn. He's like, You sure do. $24. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to be honest, he seemed rattled and he didn't know what was going on. He was so nice. He was so nice. That I just was like, I think he charged me for my birthday popcorn, yeah. but that's fine. Like this person, I, I was like, girl, you are naive. Those beers were twelve dollars. <laughs> Those beers I could that not we believe so that. much. They were like, "Ooh, I hope they have Tank Seven on draft." <laughs> they raised the price by like fifty percent. They're so dumb. I go, should I call him out? Nah, he already processed it. I'm not yeah, gonna make right. him go through refunds for a free popcorn. Like, it's fine. I got the points for it. Whatever. My birthday was a while ago. It's <laughs> so down, and then I was, and then he came back. I was like, how much were those beers? <laughs> twelve fucking dollars. I could not believe. That. Like, they got me. Uh, it's okay. It's just the universe telling us we have to go back to our old ways of sneaking Hennessy in. <laughs> <laughs> but the best part about buying the snacks was the guy was like, "So what are you gonna see?" Yeah. And we were like, "Oh, well, we're gonna go see the Those Who Wish Me Dead or whatever it's called." He was like, "Oh, cool." And then we were like, "Yeah, I mean, it was it was we figured we'd go see. Our options were to go see Chris Rock, Jason Statham." Or Angelina. And we chose Angelina. And as we said that, the manager, the woman, like who is all the way down at the whole other end of the concession stand, turned towards us, made eye contact, nodded her head, and raised a power fist. (laughs) People love Angelina. (laughs) And you know why? 
because she is the mother of us all. Nick. She's literally the mother of dragons. She's the best. All right, I love all right. her. All right. So we went and saw this movie. Now, I, as I said, yeah. this movie has it all. So I really want to talk about the plot of this movie. Okay, great. So it opens with this weird sort of like lame accountant guy no that's not the opening the nope. opening is a forest fire nightmare scape oh yeah okay so <laughs> this is a great example of why this movie doesn't make any sense <laughs> no it does make sense i can i say i just want to set, set you the tone. kept looking at me every 10 minutes for the first 40 minutes and you said i don't know what's going on <laughs> well this is what it is it paints in such big bold basic sort of like emotions right it's just like a tapestry of <laughs> it's just a tapestry of emotions that are so broad and like basic that they are actually abstract okay. you know? so okay, it's an okay. art piece it's an art piece so it's i think my interpretation yeah. was that it was like five movies in one movie yeah and they sure. couldn't figure out what that one movie was until probably two-thirds of the way in and even then, it really didn't make no sense. Yeah. So it kind of like, so basically, this is the gist. Yeah. Angelina Jolie is <laughs> a firefighter who works in the like wilderness. She's yeah. like a, like a forest fire firefighter. In Montana. In, Man in Montana. So she is legitimately like 80 pounds. She's a tiny, tiny person. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like, the guys who are also playing firefighters are like carrying like, I don't know, 70 pounds of gear and like yeah, probably more thing. honestly. And she's the only girl, which yeah. is like great, except for also she's the, she's so hot. The only girl and like the wildest one. Yeah. So it like opens with like rock and roll, like, <laughs> <laughs> like electric guitar on her. And she's sitting there and she's like, I don't know. She's wearing sunglasses for the whole, Whole like first ten minutes <laughs> yeah. of the movie, and she's drinking like out of a flask and like hanging out with the dudes, and she's like, "I would never have sex with you. I've seen you shit in the woods," <laughs> <And> like <laughs> like zinging people, yeah, right. and then like having this like crazy fight with this like cop, and then he's like, "They're all like, okay, don't. The only thing we don't want to see, Annie, is you." parachuting off of different objects and she's like no promises but i'm feeling kind of wild <laughs> and then she gets in a pickup truck it goes 100 miles an hour and she pulls the parachute right and then it just flips her around in the air like a rag doll and she lands <laughs> okay so that's the whole opening bar and you're just like what and then but can i say something real what? quick no <laughs> yes incredible acting there was not a single bad acting note in the whole thing you can't even say are you bad acting actually joking who was a bad actor in this everyone, movie? everyone except for little finger are you joking <laughs> <laughs> there was it was literally good acting it was everything was bad i completely disagree <laughs> i was it's genuinely good acting genuinely good acting and i liked some of the filmmaking i'm sure you did so <laughs> then the other so there's an a story a story is rock and roll angelina jolie the most frail fighter fighter on the planet <laughs> who has recently failed the psych test because she has all this ptsd because she led a crew into a fire misjudged the wind and a bunch of people died including three 
young boys that she watched burned. Yes, with. right. So I don't know, man. And then, but <laughs> but also she's really sexy, full face of makeup. I don't know how you judge units of Botox and fillers, but it's yeah. like a lot of things. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman and she looks great. Yeah. And she's a really good actress. And <laughs> she literally is, but it is like really intense. Yes. You know, I think it's this weird thing. Nick and I were talking about this earlier is like Angelina Jolie is born with a face. Yeah. That now is the face of cosmetic surgery. Right. So it's so hard to even tell like, has she had work done? Is this how she ages? You know what I mean? Yeah, because, right. like, she was born with this, like, incredibly angular, sharp... Uh, what's her dad's name? Oh. Voight? Yeah. John, John Voight. Like, yeah. jaw. You know, and, like, these lips, right? Like, she was born with these lips yeah. and this, like, John Voight nose, this tiny little nose, right? And she looks like... Now, what people do to shave down their jaw and add jaw implants right. and like get a nose job and fill their lips and everything yeah. like that. But it's hard to tell whether or not she's then enhanced her things. So it's a very like. Honestly, to be honest, and I'm saying this from a person who truly respects her craft and thinks she's actually a good actress now. Sometimes it truly looked like CGI. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah. And it's honest. But I want to say. I got to be real. I think she looked like this 15 years ago. You know mm. what I mean? Like she without any work. Yeah. Like, so it's very like hard because I don't want to be like, oh, she had a lot of work because she had that face. Like it's yeah. her same face. Right. I mean, obviously she's a little older, but right. it doesn't look like that dramatically different. No, at all. Yeah. So I don't know. That was it's just weird. Mainly the thing is, is that the setting is like all of these like rugged, like <laughs> yeah, beat up, buckled, dude. nasty, like <laughs> farting firefighters. Yeah, it's like, they're like pirates, basically. Right. And it's like, you know, you have to have somebody who's going to be hanging out with them. But like the person looks like <laughs> the alien version of like a supermodel. Yeah, totally. It's very yeah. odd. Yeah. You know, and, like they're all just like throwing logs around. <laughs> and, and by the way. Just so we are all clear, this chick falls out of an uh like a building, yeah. tears up her hands, and then gets struck by lightning and then goes into a raging forest. <laughs> like she's like and she only eats candy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, that yeah. men writing women like <laughs> like I don't know, meme or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah she's rail thin, like <laughs> Beautiful as a heart attack, <laughs> only eats bags of candy <laughs> and can withstand being struck by lightning <laughs> without a second glance. <laughs> like her bra strap was melted into her back. Yeah, right. Like that's the makeup that they had. And she was like, turn around. <laughs> like changed her shirt. <laughs> She's like got all these lightning strikes. Nick looked at me, he's like, What happened? I, I will be honest. <laughs> at that point in the movie, I still had literally you're right. I had no idea what was going I on. I know. It would it, <laughs> It would not have been that weird if she had turned into a zombie at that point. Yeah, right. Because it was like, what genre is this? It, what genre and what is happening? Yeah, what is happening? There's assassins. Okay, so then oh, that's how, okay. So we start off with the whole like sexy firefighter <laughs> sass machine in a parachute. She's just dealing with her demons. Yeah, and then it cuts to Florida, and you're in like Tampa Bay, Florida, and these guys okay so if you're a fan of game of thrones like we are little fingers in this and he's amazing lord baelish out here looking just like 
like a true American. And I'm he, sorry. And he had he the little had flat great, top. He did. He had the John Voight flat top. And he thing did going. an amazing job with the accent. Like he insane. did, but you could tell sometimes he was fighting it back. <laughs> he was fighting because he was Lady like, "Do Santa. you really talk like this?" <laughs> He was, he was riding the edge a few he times. He was so good, <laughs> was though. Great. I loved him. He was so funny, so great, such a classic villain. Yeah. And, you know, he went in and he killed a whole family and blew them up. And he's yeah. like an assassin, right. right? And so the plot is that an accountant found, he he's a forensic accountant. Yeah. And so he went into these like, books for the state of florida and found all these inconsistencies that tie them to the governor all these different high-powered people right, right? Which, let's be honest like florida it's like okay is that really that big of a discovery <laughs> oh wow let's kill a bunch of families the governor of florida is fucking shady <laughs> like they're gonna assassinate you it's like they don't even have to hide how shady they are <laughs> well okay so <laughs> he goes and he's like assassinating people on behalf of like mr big right right and so he blows up this person's house and he's a really good assassin. Yeah. And then in the next house you see, and it's like this really downtrodden guy and he's the forensic accountant yeah. and he looks on the news and he sees that the DA who he had told all his secrets to yeah. through his forensic accounting, his house got blown up. So he, he knows they're coming for he him. He knows they're coming for him. So he takes his little kid and what? what? Well, they've already had a very good emotional character building moment with the little kid because the little kid's like a preteen like coming out of that. And he's like trying to like, he's wondering what obtuse means because his girlfriend called him obtuse. And his dad is like, oh my God, can you please just think girls have cuties for one more year there so I can emotionally prepare for helping you give dating advice. And the little boy says, I'm not going to take dating advice from you. You're obtuse. Right. Exactly. Right. But there's some weird writing thing where at first he says what does obtuse mean yeah. and he says oh it's somebody who willfully doesn't understand who's annoying I don't know ask your mother he says that in the beginning I don't think he said ask the mother Boy, he, said, he, your, he said your mother called me that he said ask your mother or that's what she used to call me that's what she used to call me that's what she said So, and it was all about her being like shitty to him and he was mad but she died like a cancer. divorced guy yeah, right, right. Yeah, but you, know. you find out later his mom died of cancer <laughs> yeah, and I was like that wife is really weird <laughs> yeah, he's right. talking shit about his wife who just died <laughs> it was like really it, it was like what I the whole time I thought he was married to Angelina Jolie and then divorced I thought that was what, what it was gonna be no she was the ex-girlfriend of uh John Bernthal from Walking Dead who okay. plays the deputy who's also involved in this whole story. No, it just doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> they they go out to Montana because the accountant yeah. has a brother-in-law who uh, is the deputy from Walking Dead yeah. and he's got this like really great wife and they're survivalists and they live out in the middle of nowhere in right. Montana. He's like a cop and she runs a survival school. Right. So they're both pretty badass. Yeah. So they go out to and meet him. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. And of course the assassins see a picture with him, the wife, <laughs> the deputy, the son, and the name of the survival school <laughs> and where it is. And these like really smart assassins are like, where do you think he ran to? Hmm. Maybe the cop who's a survivalist. Yeah, totally. So they go out there and they're like, okay, like we're out here, man. <laughs> and they kill the dad, right? Like it's this big dramatic thing. 
Yeah. And then the boy. A brazen assassination. And it, it's pretty badass. It's it's badass. I will say this. I think this movie should be watched by anyone. It has it all. It's really a great <laughs> film. But there's for sure violence in it. There's some graphic violence. There's a violence, lot of graphic so, violence. Yeah. yeah. And like what? I mean, it's kind of intense. Yeah. So then <clears throat> basically the they kill the dad and the boy like runs away and the boy has like a copy of all the things that the dad knows. Yeah. And he's, the dad says, don't read it. Don't know anything about this, but hand it to the first person, you know, that you trust. Yeah. So he watches his dad get like basically shot to death with like a thousand machine guns. <laughs> and after he gets caught, you know, like crashed in his car, blah, blah, yeah. blah. so the kid runs down and he meets Angelina Jolie. <laughs> America's mother. <laughs> Because <laughs> guess what? This kid's an orphan, right? And she doesn't have anyone. And the last, the only, the closest thing she ever had to family is the sheriff who broke up with her and the three boys that she was never related to that she watched die that was his age. In a fire. In a fire. So she is ready for some savior action. So but she, she's also a badass. She's a badass. Like he meets her because she fell out of a tower and she was drunk. And then she found him and they were like, she was like, <laughs> she drops all these F-bombs. She's like, motherfucker, you're fast. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so tense. Yeah, right. And then he decides to go back with her and yeah. they're like, going to hang out, right? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> at this point, it's like, there's a lot of things that happen. I don't want to go through the whole thing, but like, <laughs> well, at this close, at this point, we're so close. No, the only, and then they thing. go and they try to kill the pregnant wife. Right. Cause assassins know that they were going to going to this family for help. So they're on to them. Right. So they go and try to kill her, but she's a survivalist. <laughs> <laughs> she, she fucks them up. She, like, she takes this bear spray. First of all, they're trying to torture her next to the fire with this hot poker. And she pulls out this bear spray and she has it, facing towards the, like this nozzle f facing towards the fire and little finger goes, you've got that facing the wrong way. Like, Ooh, gotcha. And she goes, no, I don't. And she sprays it into the fire so that it turns into a flamethrower and, and she, fucks him up. She bear spray slash like fire bombs, like <laughs> both of the assassins. And they're just like, what? And she just gets away and she's pretty badass. And then later <laughs> she's supposed to go rescue her husband. And she has the choice of a motorcycle, an ATV, or a horse. And she's, and she's like six months pregnant. <laughs> she's like, I'll take the horse. It's like, are you kidding? What six? I would love to know. Actually, seriously, if a listener has ever been six months pregnant and gotten on a horse and like ran wildly through the woods. With an AK-47? No, it was a deer rifle. It was a deer hunting rifle. But. That was an automatic rifle. No, it was not. Remember, because they shot, she shot at him, and that's how they, uh, they knew she was there, because they were like, that was a deer rifle. And then, oh. and then at the whole end, when she can't, when the she needs to reload. I was you know? spacing out. Okay, so. <laughs> but I'm serious. If anyone has done that, and and we're wrong, let us know. But it seemed I mean, like a complete. At the very least, it's an old wives' tale that anyone who even just like watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like yeah. I remember, there's a scene in French Fresh Prince of Bel Air where like Ashley got really jealous uh -huh. of the baby that was being born, and so she's like, "I bet you drank whiskey and rode a horseback every day until the day I was born." <laughs> she was, was mad. That supposed to like give her a birth defect or something? She was just saying. Like, 
<laughs> she was just saying, oh, you're being so careful about this baby, but I bet you didn't even care about me when I we were yeah, with right. me. So I just, I mean, I'm just saying like, it's an old wives tale, like common thing to be like, oh, yeah, don't ride horseback if you're pregnant. I don't know. But <laughs> she, I feel like it's enough that yeah, like somebody right. writing a script might have fact checked that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I've ridden a horse a couple of times. Last time we did it. I wasn't pregnant, but I do have things called testicles, and it was not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was like, okay. uh, let's get to the beat of this pounding drum to drop a few uh, BPMs. You know? Yeah. And then Angelina Jolie runs across the field, gets struck by lightning. The kid is like, are you dead too? And she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. And then she gets back to the tower, and she's got like all these holes in her body from being struck by lightning. And she keeps like pouring hydrogen peroxide on all her wounds. And having and then- orgasmic, like, oh, ooh. <laughs> and then she's like, tells the little boy who's like clearly horny for her. I mean, not, but come on. Let's He's not. He's looking for a mom. Yeah, I know, but. That's horniness. And then, so then, Nick, like, <laughs> that's a really intense thing to say. I'm just saying, we're just talking about archetypes. This is what I'm saying about the abstractness of the, you know, wide strokes in which they are painting. Basic, like, psychology Freud 101 shit. That, I'm not going deeper or more disturbing than that. But my point is, <laughs> is, is Angelina Jolie is pouring this hydrogen peroxide on herself, right? Yeah. It's bubbling. And then okay. she's just like, don't. And then she, <laughs> I'm saying, right? And then she's like orgasming. And and then she has to. She tells him to turn around because she has to change her bra or whatever. Because and that's. And then he said, "Oh, I don't even care." And she was like, "We've already shared enough today." Because they had very um, emotional conversations about all the people that have died in their life. Well, his dad and his mom died, and she was like, "I can't feel sorry for myself with you around," which is probably the best. <laughs> yeah, Mira and I laughed very hard at that point, and to complete silence. Otherwise, uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, it was that that exact moment when she was taking off her shirt and changing her bra that I wasn't sure if she was going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> it was kind of crazy because the lightning strike across her, she got struck by straight up lightning. And she had all these veins like yeah. looking like grayscale, like coursing through her chest. It was really intense. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't want to say the whole thing, but basically the pregnant lady comes out, kills one of the assassins <laughs> on horseback, finger. kills little finger yeah. and little finger really wanted to kill her, but she killed him. And then the sheriff got shot and the pregnant lady had a gas mask with her that she did not have when she rode the horses into the night. It was probably a part of the uh, fire ranger tower station that they were in now. Well, the whole thing goes down. (laughs) Angelina Jolie is trying to run through the forest, but she just got struck by lightning. So she's slowing the kid down. She tries to get the kid to run away, but the kid comes back. And then the last assassin tries to kill the kid, but Angelina Jolie kills him with an axe. <laughs> and you're just like... Yeah, if you want to see Angelina chop someone to death... With an axe? While they're like 10 feet away from a raging forest fire that is coming for them, then this is the movie for you. And then they just jumped in a, a very shallow creek and they survived like the biggest forest fire I've ever seen in my life. So I don't know if that will work for people, but I can promise you if I am ever in a forest fire and there is a creek, I'm going to do what they did. I'll share it with you right now. You get in the deepest part of the creek. Okay. And then you go, you hold your breath and you go backwards. So then basically every time you need breath, you just lift your lips up to the surface so just the very top of your face is out. Then you suck in as much air as you can. Then you go back underwater. <laughs> 
You can't even tell me that's not a pretty good survivalist tactic. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you say things like that yeah. and I'm like, would you do that or would you just, what would you do? But maybe you would. <laughs> I feel like a lot I, of it didn't make no sense. No, it's like the no, air is full of smoke. You're going to be breathing smoky air. Well, isn't that the, another part of the, about, isn't that another issue with, Raging forest fires is it actually eats up all the oxygen. So one of the reasons people die is because they don't have oxygen to breathe. Or is that wrong? Oh, boy. I don't know. You don't know? Oh, I figured that'd be something you would know. Damn, I trust you with certain bits of information. I know, but I don't know. I'm just making it all up. So (laughs) at the end of the whole thing. Yeah. Then there's a, I believe, seven minute sort of homage to firefighters. (laughs) Yeah, Miro's like, this is basically just an infomercial for firefighters. I mean, I'm down. It's like, great. <laughs> firefighters are brave as hell, and they're so strong. Yeah. I'm like super impressed, but it was hilarious. Nothing in the movie had anything to do with firefighters. Well, and also, to be honest, there was a much better climactic point for that crew of people to come in and save a couple of people like the firefighters could have been more heroes than they were. They just came in and they were like really good guys and they did some things. Yeah. And they didn't even save the walking dead dude. John Bernthal was fucking dead at the end. Yeah. He got shot to death. No, the whole thing was pretty, but it was just like, you know, I don't know, seven minutes of, firefighters being nice to people yeah right it's like how about three minutes of them actually saving the people that was set up in the beginning of the whole movie that they would save him remember nothing made sense (laughs) it's like why did the kid find angelina jolie just go to the survival lady she's crazy (laughs) she's burning fools with burning mace and like shooting fools with a deer rifle and riding up like horse in the middle of the night she's got all the supplies and a bunker and you're like well i'm gonna just go find angelina jolie who like falls off the tower twice and then gets struck by lightning she's like but i do have a bag of candy this is what she goes oh you must be hungry i just have candy (laughs) (laughs) oh you only eat candy uh, literally every 14 year old horny boy's dream and i was like whoa amazing my dinner is candy And my savior is Angelina. Uh, Uh, You guys are a bunch of dumbass kids. (laughs) That's so true. Uh, Speaking of dumbass kids, at one point, Mira was like, I really want you to get us more beers. And I was like, I really don't want to. I was like, but I knew that I was going to already because I'm, you know, I almost said I'm a chauvinist. But what's the other thing? Well, I think that is what it is. (laughs) What's the thing when the man is like chivalrous? Chivalrous. I'm both. So I was like, I was already planning on doing it, you know, but I was really like waiting for a good, I don't know, whatever. So anyways, I get up to go. And this has happened to me multiple times at this uh, movie theater where in the beginning when you show up and it's like go time and all the movies are starting, everyone's super on point. But if you get up in the middle of a movie and go buy snacks, the staff there is kicking it. They're having conversations. They think that's their time, right? Which it is. But I'm always walking in on them and then being like, oh, and then they like scatter. Right. And then they're like, how can I help you? You know, that kind of thing. It's just awkward. I know. It's always awkward. And I've done it too, by the way. I've been the person who gets up. You're You're not the only chauvinist in this (laughs) family. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyways, I go, I was like, oh, I'll take two more tank sevens. And the dude goes, uh, I'm so sorry. I can only serve one for, because you only have one ID. Like I can't give you two beers. And I was like, it's cool. I, I understand. And then, uh, and he was like, okay, thank you. And he charged me for one and just started to do it. And like every single time we've ever been there, it takes them 10 minutes to do any transaction. And then the manager walks away and he goes, don't worry, dude, I got you. <laughs> and he gave me two beers because he was super cool. He knew. He was yeah. cool. I like that He guy. was like, I remember he was like, he was like, I already served you, I already served you and your wife or, or whoever she is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was no, like, I'm your wife. <laughs> we don't, no, we don't mess around. Everyone always thinks that you're my husband or I'm your wife. It's like, how do you get that vibe that we're not like boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, we have rings on our fingers, but we could be cheating on our potential, uh, you know, respective spouses. That's with each right. Other. With matching wedding bands. <laughs> uh, so I got the two beers and then uh, I was like, don't worry, man, just blame it on me. And he was like, yeah, I'll just I'll just say that you really intimidated me with your facial hair. He said that? <laughs> well, no, I'm giving him more credit. Oh. It, was a, it was a back and forth, and then we kind of came to that punchline. That's good. So, but, That's uh, good. But for that, I wanted to give him credit. I, he deserves a lot of credit. I he, like the crib notes of this. It's fine. It's okay, fine. Okay, great. <laughs> all in all, yes. that was the best return to movies ever, and also makes mm -hmm. me super curious. I don't know if you're into this, Yeah, but... I want to see all the pandemic movies now because what I know do you mean by that? like a lot of movies came out in the During last the year yeah. and I think that they came out because this is my idea. Okay. I could be t completely full of shit. I have yeah. no idea if this is true. Okay. I think that movies that might have been shelved yeah. or gone directly to video we're actually in, like, they were scraping the bottom of the barrel and putting stuff oh, out. Oh, absolutely they were. Like, even, yeah, like, no, Tenet. Right. Like, I, I really wanted to see Tenet because I thought that trailer was really good. And I know we talk about this extensively. Yeah. I am going to straight up be like, you can fight me. That was the worst movie I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it was truly garbage. It was truly garbage, and it yeah. made no sense. But I kind of am like, okay. What else? How bad do, did they really get? Yeah, because like even like in the Heights, yeah. right? Which is something I've been wanting to see forever. That's Lin, Mel, Lin Manuel Miranda who wrote Hamilton, yeah. and before Hamilton, he wrote a musical called In the Heights. Right. And now they're making it into a movie. Right. So it's the movie version of a musical. It's not the same as like a filmed musical. Yes. And before the pandemic, that was like one of the biggest anticipated movies of yeah. the summer. Right. And they didn't release it. Right. And I think that there's others. You know what I mean? Like ones that they were like, we're ready to go. And they were like, we're not going to do this until we have a decent theatrical release. Oh, for, it. for sure. That is true. And yeah. so I want to know what they released. What they did release. Yeah, yeah. Because like at least they're over two, man. The ones that I have seen have been like, whoa. Are you saying this Angelina Jolie movie was as bad as Tenet? Honestly, it's not. They're not over two. This was a good movie. What are you saying, right? What do you mean over two? What is, what's the O? Oh, what are the two movies that we saw that were bad? I don't know how I could record 30 minutes of this podcast <laughs> to be having this conversation with you right now. I just... I, I, I don't I, know what your point is. I don't know what your angle my is. My point was this was an enjoyable, good movie. Ten it was? No, it wasn't. That was truly frustrating and bad, and the acting was terrible. Okay, well, this was actually really enjoyable, but it was definitely like, uh, what was it like? It was like, okay, 
Bear with me. Okay. Okay. So for a second, Nick and I were trying to talk about how uh, the Cheesecake Factory has the best happy hour, right? Because the Cheesecake Factory uh, sells food and alcohol all across the country. And their happy hour is the average price. It's the same price in LA as it is in like Ohio. Yeah. So it's the cheapest happy hour I've ever seen in LA. Yeah. And then you said, okay, well let's go and we'll check it out. And yeah. you order things and the things are things you've never heard of. <laughs> and so if you ask for like, I think we ordered like a Buffalo chicken <laughs> wonton, wonton or popper or something like that. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Okay. I think I can picture this in my mind. Yeah. And it came out and it was in the shape of a wonton, <laughs> but the wonton was breaded. And then deep fried <laughs> like a piece of chicken, right? And I was like, are these chicken, chicken strips, like chicken skins <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or chicken strips cut into the shape of triangles because <laughs> they're chicken fried? Yeah. And then you cut it open and it's a chicken fried wonton that's filled with a mixture of minced chicken and cream cheese. <laughs> and you eat it and you go, damn, that's pretty good. What is this? <laughs> I can eat this. And then the guy comes by and he's like, do you want a box? You're like, nah. And then we look at each other like, ah, I'll just take him. Why not? We'll just take him. We'll heat him up. And you take him. And that's how that movie was. Right. Yeah. You can't say it was a bad appetizer. No, but you're just like, whoa, what is this? Who? It's like something you make in a lab. Yeah. You right. know, where you're like, okay, we've got all the components. Sexy lady. Lightning strikes, sexy, crazy firefighters, assassins. You know, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, damn, we nailed this. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> it was based off a novel, also. Which I'm like, give me that. <laughs> I, I want to read that book. I want to know. I want to get in the novel writing business. It seems like they're getting crazy over there. It's like, I read so few books and I'm kind of like, whatever fancy hoity-toity about the book so i feel like i read like good books you do read it's good like books. fuck reading good it. books i'm trying to read those books because it seems like they're getting real wild you know yeah, that that i honestly i can't even really understand how that would have been a book but <laughs> i know i know i know i know in the same way that how did that wonton thing of at one point be a Chinese dish or a piece of chicken at some point? No, no. Have you ever had a chicken fried wonton? <laughs> I'm saying fully breaded, like KFC style <laughs> breading. And you bite into it and it has liquid meat in it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, it's a surprise. <laughs> All right. Well, what I am very excited about, here's my main thing. At the beginning of this podcast, and we've been talking about this, is like, does it matter how good the movie is when you have these passes, right? And can you enjoy the movie? And is it like a good experience, even if the movie is bad? And I'm going to say, I think it completely changes the experience entirely for the better. So I don't know if my thought is making sense right now. My point is, is that I want to go keep seeing these movies on these passes and I don't care. I'll go watch the Chris Rock saw movie. I'll go watch Guy Ritchie's new piece of garbage. I'll go see anything. Cause I think <laughs> that the, I was, here's the thing. I love filmmaking and I love movies and I've been kind of like on my high horse about how, Oh, theaters are dying and everything's moving to streaming. Cause that's where the quality is. And if Hollywood really wants to keep up with Netflix and, 
Amazon Prime and whatever, they need to keep having good product. They need to reinvest in quality entertainment. And I'm actually changing my tune entirely. I think the history of movie theater films is terrible movies that we get to see for very, very, very few dollars a month. It's kind of like getting an AMC movie pass. It's like signing up for a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) What? I can't tell if that was a shameless self-promotion. Like, no, no, no. I just think like, <laughs> like I was sitting here going like, oh, that's the mindset I go into when I see a lot of plays. Yeah, I'm right. I'm just like, I'm supporting the arts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I want to see this. Uh, yeah. What's what's going to happen? I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you see movies, you're like, I paid $27 <laughs> for this ticket. And you were like, this better be fucking good, Yeah, dude. and that, and I think, and now I'm changing my whole thing. That's wrong. Of, that's wrong. It's that's going the way of the dodo it is not it's extinct extinct. exactly yeah now we're like (laughs) you get the movie pass you're just like i don't care yeah this is gonna be wild man this could be any genre combined with whatever the writing's not gonna be good nobody knows why angelina (laughs) jolie is cast in this it really makes actually no sense yeah they could have just combined the survivalist character with the rock and roll firefighter character that would have actually made sense there's a lot of superfluous (laughs) characters in that movie but the point is yeah it's like I have a lot of joy. I'm like, this is crazy. What's the journey going to be? I like these pandemic movies. And to be honest, it's the thing that is going to make me connect again with those A-list movie stars. Because right now, I'll go see a friend in a play. And guess what? That play can be bad. But I have compassion for my friend. I know what they're doing. I know the life they live. I love them. I respect them. I'm connected to them. I'll go support them. The play might be bad, but good for you. I got your back. Yeah, plus we've done a thousand bad things. Exactly. (laughs) And guess what? We've also made a few bad movies. Yeah. So now this is the new realm. This it's is how equalizer. Yes, this is how the Hollywood uh, top echelon becomes of us people once again. All right. Well, the next step now is seeing Chris Rock star in the song. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening. I would like to thank Angelina Jolie. Nick. Uh, <laughs> I would like to thank your brother who bought us that A-list Stubbs movie pass thing. Yeah, for Christmas like two years ago. Yeah, he just kept getting deactivated because of the silly pandemic. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, we're back in action, baby. So excited. <clears throat> we also want to thank Ryan and Ryan at Campfire Media. And we want to plug our murder podcast. Muriel's Murder is available wherever you get your podcast. If you like true crime, we're doing a, a true crime podcast. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's pretty nice. We have about seven episodes in the can. Yes. Every week is a different, you know, true crime story from all across every genre and time period. Yeah. And uh, Nick hates it. So <laughs> make sure to tune in. <laughs> I love it. I, there is one last final shout out I want to give. What? I want to give a shout out to everyone, including Uncle Craig, who listens to this podcast on Podcast Addict. It is an app that I didn't know about. It's for Androids. And Craig Android was, phones or yeah. Android humans? <laughs> well, I don't know. Craig, what are you Craig, underneath that skin of yours? <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Podcast Attic listeners. You guys are cool. I know we have some subscribers on there because Craig showed me how it worked. And that's that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a happy person. I know. You're are so you? happy. I'm very happy. Mm, 
What? I don't know. <laughs> no one can match your enthusiasm know, when I you're know. on one. <laughs> okay, great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's to you also being on one. Goodbye, and we'll see you next week. My name is Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.